0: sing praises to your name oh lord praises to your name oh lord for your name is... praise god welcome to genesis one christian ministries Glad you could join us here. Why don't we go straight to prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much again for this time that we have with you here today, O Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God, that your Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener that is out there today, O Lord. Heavenly Father God, as we are entering into this new year, this new journey, this new season, O Lord God, I pray, Heavenly Father, God, that we shall reach out to you, that we shall draw nigh unto you so that you will draw nigh unto us in this new season, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless us and speak to us and guide us, O Lord God, in terms of what you would have us to do, how we should venture forth in this new journey, O Lord. We praise you. We magnify thy most glorious name in the master's name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Again, I say welcome to Genesis 1. Pastor Mike here. We're talking about the new season, as I said in my prayer. There, uh, new year. Um, I like to refer to it as a new journey because, as the um, uh, Earth, you know, starts another journey around the sun to make up the new year coming, so it is in our spiritual lives. Okay, many times the the new year for us can be the start of a new journey or a new season as the Lord prepares us for whatever may be coming down the way during this new year that is before us. You know, one of the things we should stop and think about is over the year that has passed and everything and and moving forward, we should think about how 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 do we want to grow in the Lord. Okay, it's important that we consider spiritual growth. We can look back over the past year and see over the, the months that were there and how the Lord moved moved in our lives, how various things happened to us and how God brought us through and showed us many, many new and wondrous things in terms of our walk with him. So now looking forward to this year coming up. What is it that we want to do? What is it that we are praying to achieve? And one of the things that we should be praying to achieve is indeed spiritual growth. OK, spiritual growth is the process <clears throat> of becoming more mature in one's relationship with Jesus Christ. Someone who is growing spiritually will become more and more like Christ. The Bible says we should strive to be Christ like. The spiritually mature will be able to distinguish good from evil, which is definitely something that we need to be able to do in these days and times that we're living in. Okay, Thinking about physical growth, physical growth starts from the time of conception, but spiritual growth begins the moment a person accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. And we continue to grow. We continue to grow. We continue to grow until the person goes home to be with the Lord. All right. So, again, physical growth starts at the time of conception and we our physical bodies grow. But spiritual growth starts from the time that we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and the Savior. And we should be looking at that growth process um, every moment of our waking lives. Okay, And especially when we start new seasons in our lives, which is, I believe, what we're doing this year for 2023. Spiritual growth is expected of the believer, okay? Something that is not taken for granted, it's expected of the believer. But many times the believer loses the desire to grow, all right? Many times we as believers, we lose that desire to grow. Many times when we are born again, you know, those first few days, weeks, months, maybe even years, there's such an excitement about this newfound relationship with Jesus Christ. But then as time progresses, sometimes we slow down, okay? We don't think about growing anymore. When that happens, we wind up plateauing or we get to a place where, 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 where everything is just constant. There's no upward movement. Things become stale, okay? So we don't want to be at that place. Unlike physical growth, which doesn't take much effort, spiritual growth requires the desire to grow. Okay, and let me say that again. Unlike unlike physical growth, physical growth does not require much effort. It just keeps on going. Okay, <laughs> if you're eating too much, we get physical growth in terms of our, our 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 width, if you will. Amen. Amen. So it doesn't require too much too much effort. But spiritual growth, though, does require some effort. So you should be striving to do that. So as usual, let's see what the word of God God has to say. Why don't we go in our Bibles to Hebrews five verse number nine. Hebrews 5, verse 9. Now would be a good time to say, if you don't have your Bible, hit the pause button, run and get your Bible, come back, bring a pencil, pen, a marker, and some maybe a piece of paper to write on, take notes. But now's a good time for you to see what the Word of God has to say, so you can mark up that Bible for future reference as you go through this journey of 2023. Amen. So Hebrews uh, chapter 5, verse number 9. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation. Talking about Jesus Christ, of course. He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Called of God a high priest after the order of of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. Underline, seeing you are dull of hearing seeing you are dull of hearing. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. I just want to pause there for a moment and and go back to what uh, verse number 11 there is saying. Of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. Now, in Scripture here, where it's talking about being of dull hearing, that is referring to someone who is slow to believe, okay? It is really hard to preach to people that are slow to believe. So here, what the writer here is saying is that, of whom things we have many and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. So that means you're slow to believe. So it's hard for them to minister to or preach to those that are, are slow to believe. We do not want to be slow to believe, okay, especially in 2023 coming up. There are so many things going on in the world, and I dare say in your local communities, in your state, where we need to make sure that we are very much on the on the front line here of understanding what God is saying to us, his, pil- his people, his children, okay? So we do not want to be, be dull of hearing or slow to believe. Believe. Amen. And it goes on to say there in verse number 12 again, for when for the time you ought to be teachers. OK, for the place that they, they were at, you ought to be teachers. OK, you have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God, okay, the basic things of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So this is referring to someone who, at this point, they should be teachers. They should be stronger uh, in in their belief, in their faith, in understanding what God is saying and understanding what Jesus Christ is all about, okay? But it says there that, that, that we have to teach you once again the first principles of the oracles of God, the basic things about God. OK, you and I at this point in time, depending on where you are in the Lord, I mean, we all start out being babes, but after you have been in the Lord for a while, hopefully you've been growing. OK, and if you've gotten to the point where you have to be reminded of the basic things of God, OK, then that means that, that you're someone that needs milk like a babe, OK, and that you are unable to eat strong meat. We don't want to be like like pablum eaters, like, like formula eaters, like babies. We want to be able to chew on the media things of God, to chew on the media things of God and understand what he's saying to us. Amen. Verse number 13 says, for everyone that uses milk, everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Okay. Anyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. Okay. So now we're here, we're talking about spiritual growth again, spiritual growth. We don't want to be as one who is a spiritual babe who can only get by and understand the very, very basic things of God and not get into the media concepts that God, Holy Spirit wants us to, wants to teach us. Okay. For he is a babe. Verse 14, but strong meat Strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Okay, this is where we want to be. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use. Have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Okay? So in order for us to discern good and evil, and again in this day and time that we're all living in, we need to be able to discern between good and evil. For sure, for sure. Okay? And if we're not, if, if we're not, then we, we you know we are like babes, still partaking on the milk, the very, very basic things of God. And we're not able to discern good and evil because we don't understand the meatier things, the heavier things of God. Strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, okay? Again, spiritual growth growth. Where are you standing as far as spiritual growth is concerned? Okay. And we see that if we go to Hebrews 6, 1-6, um, Hebrews 6, verse number 1 through 6, you'll see that uh, um, we, we see some, some some encouragement there. Therefore, leaving leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, the principles, the basic things of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Okay, those are kind of the basic things that we all all should understand as even babes in Christ. Those are the fundamental things. But now we're talking about spiritual growth here. Okay, and this we will do. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, verse number two, of the doctrine of baptism, of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permit. For it is impossible, it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away, please underline, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing that they crucify to themselves the son of God afresh and put into open shame. Okay. And put into open shame. It's impossible for those who are once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were partakers of God if they should fall away so in other words you know you know we, we who have come to to partake of the goodness of God to to come to a point of understanding what the word is all about what Holy Spirit is saying to us the purpose of w- what Lord Jesus did and how Jesus still works in our lives even even to this day okay he's working in our lives he's with you and he's in you amen okay so so it is impossible for those who have fallen away once enlightened, and have tasted of the heavenly gift, okay, if they fall away to renew them again. So in other words, what this is referring to here here, here is that is that it's talking about people who who, who, have, who have fallen away and are, um it's an open and avowed renouncement of Christ. That's what that is. Falling away is not someone that has slipped and stumbled. It's not someone you, you know who for a period of time maybe even stopped going to church for whatever reasons you know or, or have had some disappointments in God. Things didn't work in their lives the way they think they should have liked or, 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 or worked you know and 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 they're, they're not praying as regularly as they should. The falling away that is referring to here. Being referred to here is someone that is openly has openly renounced Jesus Christ through hatred of him. They develop a hatred. Okay, they 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 sympathize with and they approve of of those that that took him to the cross, the whole everything that surrounded Jesus Christ. Um, crucifixion, arresting crucifixion, you know, and they, they openly hate Christ and they hate people that follow Christ. Okay, this is what falling away is. Okay. It's not when you slip in and 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 sin, you know, and, and maybe you lose your faith for a bit and so on like that. But falling away is someone who has made a conscious decision that that I renounce Jesus Christ in my life Okay. I renounce Jesus Christ and I want no more to do them. I don't want him in my, in my life. And that's it. I'm done. I'm done. It is said according to the scripture here that for this kind of person, it is impossible to renew them again to repentance. Okay. Not because the blood of Jesus Christ is not sufficient to obtain pardon for the sin, but this sin in its very nature is opposite to repentance and everything that leads to it. Okay. So the person that has renounced Christ and say, I hate Christ and I don't want to, I hate Christ. And this, I mean, they've just totally, you know, you know turned their back. I'm done. Wash my, wash my hands of Jesus Christ. It's impossible for them to repent of that because their hearts are made up. Their minds are made up that they want nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Okay, all right. so, so that's what this is referring to referring to here, all right? So we want to make sure that our spiritual growth is not getting us to a point where through whatever may have happened in your life during 2022, okay, has gotten you to the point where you are just to the point of renouncing Jesus Christ, all right? And I'm telling you, you know, for what reports are saying, you know, if you follow what's happening in, in the world of Christianity and whatnot, the years, especially those was reports comparing 2019 to now, and there are people that have been falling away from the church, dropping out of the church. Now, I pray that those numbers that have dropped out of church are not simply renouncing Jesus Christ. I pray that for whatever reasons, because of doctrines that are being preached in so many churches these days, where, it, where, where it, it's just so confusing, you know, and it shouldn't be confusing, even if a doctrine sounds strange. Because if you are a born again believer, and Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. That means that you have Holy Spirit in you, and if you have Holy Spirit in you, even if you hear a doctrine that sounds strange or confusing, you can quickly get unconfused by consulting Holy Spirit that is in you. Okay, but but the way things are going on now, they say that people are attending church less and less. Now I'm praying that even even though they're not going to a formal church, that they haven't given up on God, that they haven't renounced Jesus Christ. Because if they have them, you, know, <laughs> you know what the future holds for them. All right. So we don't want to go there. Our thing for 2023 should be, how am I growing? How am I growing spiritually? okay? Am I maturing in the Lord, all right? Am I able to withstand everything that is going on around me, all of the lies that are being uh, um, sown, all of the lies that are being told, you know, all of the, the, the discrepancies between what the Word of God says and what man is saying, okay? We need to weigh those things. The The, the Bible, the Holy Bible is our barometer. The Holy Bible is our yardstick, okay, for, for judging what we're hearing from people. Holy Spirit in you, in you is your advisor, He's the one that is your comforter. He will tell you if you're hearing things that's counter to the word of God. Okay? So, again, spiritual growth. What are we preparing for ourselves in 2023? Okay? All right? Let's go to uh, 2 Peter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. Praise the living God. 2 Peter 1. And we want to start with verse number 3. Okay. Spiritual growth we're talking about. Verse three, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Let's reread that. According to his divine power has given us all things, given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Okay. So again, if you're a born again believer, God has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. God's given it, okay? Now, you heard my, you may have heard my sermon before about the gift and how the act of giving is a two-part thing. God's given it, but have you received it, okay? Are you receiving everything that God has laid out there pertaining to life and godliness, okay? And he goes on to say, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great, exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, all right? So God has given us promises, precious promises, that by these promises we can be partakers of the divine nature. So there's no excuse for us. There's no excuse. We can be, God wants to give us, God wants to give us precious things, precious gifts, precious revelation, knowledge, precious discernment. He wants to give us these things of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. These are things to strive for in 2023 to, 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 to get us to the point of growing spiritually. OK, growing spiritually. We have to under, under, understand that, 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 that patience and patience, which leads to godliness. OK, the godliness to brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, charity or, or love. OK, how are we how are we living our lives? Are we so uptight that the least little thing that, that goes on in our lives with a family member, a neighbor or someone like that? We, we, we just lose it, you know, and we lose our patience. All uh-huh. right. Okay. God has given us everything that we need to help us to get to that point of, of having these attributes that we just read. Verse number eight goes on to say, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please underline all that. For if these things be in you, what we just read, if these things be in you and abound, in other words, they're plentiful, uh, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. That means that you'll be prosperous. You'll be prosperous. OK, you be pro- Prosperity means healthy. Prosperity means that the things that you need in life are there. OK, that you, you are blessed and therefore you can bless others if we develop those attributes that we just read. I mean, if these things be in you and if they are bound, that means they're there in plenty. They make it so that you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. OK, this is spiritual growth. This is something to 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 strive for in 2023. I want to be so knowledgeable of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to know all, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so greedy when it comes down to the things of God. It's like, God, I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more. I want Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up. Okay? And the Lord knows that we will have eternity when we're with him to be filled up because, I mean, there is more and more. There's so much knowledge of God and so much insights of God that we can spend eternity just learning from him and just, just breathing in his presence and praising him and worshiping him. Okay? So I, I want to abound. In this, okay, the, the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? It says in verse number nine, but he that lacks these things is blind, underline. He that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins, okay? Don't forget, you've been purged from your old sins. 2022 is past. Don't go looking back there anymore, Okay? When you came to the Lord and accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, you, you were washed. All your sins were forgiven. So don't be dwelling. Okay? It says, though, but that he that lacks these things is blind. The understanding, the knowledge of things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Verse number 10. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Amen? To do things you should never fall. 11, for, for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you and abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, You should bookmark these scriptures here, because as you get into 2023, it, it would first serve you well to revisit these scriptures. It would serve you well. Amen. Amen. This is a new season. This is a time to say, okay, Lord, old things have passed away, you said, and now all things are made new. Lord, I want twenty to twenty three to be a new journey for me, a new season. If you remember in twenty twenty two that there were specific things that you struggled with, they were like repeating things that came up in your life that you had to deal with and you struggled with dealing with those things, say that in twenty twenty three, I'm going to learn how to better deal with these things in you. I'm going to learn, Heavenly Father, to deal with these things in you. I'm going to consult Holy Spirit more. I'm going to pray to you more. Lord Jesus, you're in my life. Just just plant my foot every single step. Just plant it, Lord Jesus. This is what I'm striving for for 2023. Heavenly Father, I was a babe in 22 and before. I want to grow in you in 23. Heavenly Father, let, let this be a new year, a new journey, a new season for me in my life. Oh, Heavenly Father, God, I am so excited for what 2023 holds for me because I know that you're there with me. I know you're going to take me through. I know you're you're going to minister. I know you're going to give me fresh new revelation insights, oh, Lord God, in my life in 2023. This is striving. This is a part of your spiritual growth. You have to desire. You don't want to be dull of hearing, slow to believe. You want to make sure that you are puffed up and pumped up, not puffed up, that you're pumped up about God and that you're ready to go and that you just want to know more and more and more. Okay. More and more and more. Let's look at more and see what the, but the word of God has. Let's go to Ephesians four, verse one, Ephesians four. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This is so exciting. Ephesians four, verse number one. Now Ephesians four here has so much for us to learn in terms of, of striving and, and, and spiritual growth, that if you have a marker, a pencil or a pen or something like that, I really urge you to highlight these scriptures or take notes and go back and reread it because as 2023 is here, now is the time to start thinking through these things. Amen, amen. So Ephesians 4, verse number one, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. Underline that word called. OK, OK, that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. You are called. If you're listening to this message, you are called. You are called and, and you gave heed to that call. You answered that call. OK, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ yet, you're being called. You're being called. If you are curious enough, again, to tune it, in, tune into this message, then you're being called if you're curious enough to have, to have even tuned in. All right. OK. I, and you give yourself to the Lord. Those of us who are already born again, we were called and we answered. We we'd responded. OK. And it says there that I beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. OK. We should understand humility which is which is opposed to pride. Lowliness and humility is, is opposed. It's the opposite of, of having pride. By meekness, we should be unwilling to provoke others. Okay? By meekness, we should be unwilling to provoke others and not easily to be provoked or offended by others. This is spiritual growth that we should strive for in 2023. Okay? And we don't think about that too much, you know? We don't give it much thought. But sometimes we wind up saying things out of our mouths that, that aren't the best words that we should be saying to someone, and therefore we provoke sometimes, even us believers, we wind up provoking someone by design because you get agitated or you get irritated or something, and you say something that provokes them. We should not be there. If this is where you're at for twenty twenty three, you should be striving to get away from that, get spiritually grow and get away from that kind of behavior. And don't be so easily provoked by others. You know, don't walk around with a thin skin or a chip on your shoulder, as they say. Okay. Don't be so easily provoked. You are a child of the living God. And if someone says something to you that you disagree with or you don't like, remember who you are in Christ Jesus. Maybe that person needs to be praised. Maybe that person needs to be ministered to. Maybe ask the Lord, oh, Lord, let the Holy Spirit guide me in what I should say to that person. Amen. Don't be so easily provoked. OK. All right. It says it says uh, in verse number four, there is one body, one spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Okay. Every single one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high, He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Remember, Jesus fulfilled all prophecy. Everything in the Old Testament, Jesus fulfilled all of that. Okay. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen, amen. Okay, so Jesus, he of some of us are apostles, some are prophets, some are evangelists, and some are pastors, and some are teachers, but these are all for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of the Christ, okay? That's your role. Whether you are a pastor, you know, or a teacher, we are all ministers in some regard. Maybe you're leaning towards evangelism, but the gifts that God has given us in terms of, of, of acting in these roles, okay, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, it is all done for the perfecting of the saints, and that, that the saints are the body of Christ, okay? Remember, according to Scripture, not my words, but according to Scripture, a saint is a believer, it's not someone that has performed, you know, I don't know, what, what's the criteria, uh, X number of miracles. I think they have to be dead or something like that and have done this and that. It, it, it's, it's not by their works, okay? The fact that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're a believer, then the Bible refers to you as a saint. So therefore, for the perfecting of the saints, that's you and me, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body, of Christ, edifying someone is building them up, not tearing them down. So as a part of our spiritual growth for 2023, why don't we stop and think about maybe how much do we tear people down? How often do we say things and tear them down instead of giving them good edifying information that helps to build them up, okay? 2023, how am I going to behave? How am I going to treat others? How am I going to think twice before I even say something? You know, there's the old expression about if you don't have anything good to say, maybe not say anything at all, Okay how so many times we hurt people's feelings instead of edifying them. And many times we can even do that to our loved ones, do it to our spouses, to our children, some other relative, you know, someone on the job that really gives you a hard time and everything. Instead of just tearing them down and ridiculing them all the time and talking about them behind their back. How about that Holy Spirit guide you into a conversation that can edify that person and build them up? Maybe Holy Spirit will even give you a way to guide you into talking to that person about their behaviors, And need to be corrected. Maybe God will guide you in in, in that. Amen? Amen? But that's our purpose here is to edify and to build up and to build up other people, okay, especially in the body of Christ. It goes on to say in verse number 13, do we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, that we henceforth be no more children. We henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Okay, now read what this is saying. Now that we henceforth be no more, no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. This is pause there for a moment. Okay, if you're behaving like a child, that means that you're someone that's just tossed to and fro. And you're carrying out and you're being moved by every single wind of doctrine. And the Lord knows there are so many doctrines out there today. So many doctrines. Even within the church, within the body of Christ, there are so many doctrines. There's one doctrine, as we read before, there's one God, there's one Lord, one Jesus Christ, one Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, though, we in the church, though, we we have divided that up. As if sometimes you would wonder, listening to what some people are saying or some doctrines, are they worshiping the same God that I'm worshiping? Do they have the same Holy Spirit that I have? Are they listening to the same Jesus Christ that I'm listening to? Because their doctrines are so are so different. Okay, so some doctrines these days are, are are trying 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 to to fit God into man's agenda. OK, saying that things have changed so much, you know, you know, that, that we cannot worship. We cannot worship a God as he was back in Old Testament times or as he was three thousand, four thousand years ago. OK, things have changed. The human condition has changed. We're in modern times. Therefore, we should have a modern God. Okay, and God is smart. God is loving and whatnot. If I do this, you know, He's a loving God. If I break this and break this commandment and do this, He's a loving God. So, so He's not going to be angry with me. I'm not going to suffer suffer the consequences of, of committing that sin. So, we try to bring bring God down to fit our standards of what God should be, instead of us striving to be more like God, instead of us striving to be what God wants us to be. Okay. We should not be expecting here or attempting to make God fit into how society has changed. So many things in Scripture today are considered to be passe, and it was wrong, and they've changed. The the, the, the church, the body of Christ, I really hate to even say the body of Christ, is adopting things. They're creating doctrines that is in direct conflict with what the Word of God says. Okay. The direct conflict. But these doctrines are popping up. So the Bible here is saying uh, um, that we be henceforth no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. All right? A lot of this is not simply by accident. A lot of this is, is by design. A lot of it is by design to to corrupt the, the minds, the morals, okay, the spiritual behavior of God's children, you and I. It's by design. The devil knows exactly what he's doing. OK, he knows exactly what he's know exactly what he's doing with the children. The children are our future. The children are the future generation. So if the, if the devil can get things to be acceptable and, 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 and not thought twice about uh, in the minds of our children and then they grow up, up believing those behaviors, believing those doctrines, being tossed to and fro. OK, and it starts with the parents because right now the parents are, are, are in charge of the children. And man is trying to even change that, that parents do not have the prime responsibility of raising their children. That's a demonic, a demonic plot from the pit of hell. Okay, okay. You are the mother, you are the father, you are responsible under God for raising that child. Simple as that. No man can tell you how to raise that child. Okay? And it certainly cannot be teaching them things that you do not want that child to be to be learning at a tender age. Okay? But this has found its way into the church also. All right. And so the church is, behave, is is adopting and embracing some of these behaviors. Okay. So we can't let ourselves be caused to, to and fro, as it says there, by every single doctrine, by the slight of men, slight hand, you know, okay, okay. slight of hand, and cunning craftiness. This is cunning. It's not just happening by accident. Okay? It, it's, it's been developing, believe it or not, saints of God, o- o- over decades. Okay? Over decades, and if you are someone like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a baby boomer, proud to say God has blessed me for a long life and I'm really, really Thankful and feel very blessed about that. I'm a baby boomer, but I can remember things from the '60s clearly as day. Some things that were happening in some parts of the country, okay, and was considered to be, you know, oh my gosh, these people are off the wall; they're a bunch of nuts, and so on. And now a lot of those pe- a lot of those people who, who who are promulgating and 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 bringing about those kind of behaviors and those thought processes are now teaching in our colleges because time has gone by, and where they were once youngsters, now now they're of a mature age and they're teaching in in, in colleges, some colleges, and they're. Professors and, and, and very, very held, quote unquote, in high esteem. OK. And this is cunning craftiness because what they believed and taught and thought back then when they were youngsters. Now they're bringing into places of formal education, cunning craftiness. OK, so it's by design. It's no accident all of a sudden that they want to teach your children all sorts of um, sexual sexual things at a very, very young age that they want to get into a whole lot of racial issues and try to point at you if you're, if you're one color or you're a different color and so on. This is cunning craftiness. It's, 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 it's not something that just happened by, by accident. It's by design. So we have to make sure that we're tuned into the living God, that Holy Spirit is guiding us, that we stick firmly to what the Word of God tells us, what Holy Spirit tells us, what Jesus is teaching us. We need to make sure that we're not just tossed to and fro by every single doctrine that's out there. Okay, because these things are being done by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive scripture, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Okay, but it says now in verse 15, but speaking the truth in love, speaking the truth in love, speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Speaking the truth in love, we need to tell people the truth, but we also say with love. Again, I said we don't say things to just tear down and totally destroy a person. Okay. If there's something that you need to say to someone to, to correct a behavior or whatever it is, where you feel you got to be openly and honest with them, ask the Lord, ask Holy Spirit, Lord, give me the words to say. Okay. We don't want to be destroying them. Okay. Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. There's that word growing again, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Okay, All right. Verse 17, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, underline that, please, that you henceforth going forward in the year 2023, going forward, you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Okay. So we don't want to walk as as people that are are, are not non-believers, that are unbelievers in the vanity of their mind. The vanity of their mind means that they think that they know it all. They think that they are the the be all, the end all, the be all of, of of all righteousness. That they, whatever they say should go. Okay, that that my decision for you, my decision for your community, my decision for your state, the country, the world is the way that we should go. That should be it. Okay, again, okay, this is this, this is the vanity of the mind because it's absent God. It's absent God. Okay. Anything that you're making decisions on or you're creating and and God is not involved, this is vanity, okay? It's not only vanity, I say it's insanity. Because if you're developing something, you're creating something and it's absent God, then it's doomed to fail. It's doomed to fail. Okay, And this is what we see going on around us today in our societies, in our civilization, okay? Henceforth, you walk not as though the Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I just get a shiver when I just read that because it just makes me think of where we are. OK, okay. having the understanding, the vanity of the vanity of their mind in the end of 17. And the reason is having the understanding darkened. They're alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. OK, they're, they're alienated from God. So therefore, how can they make sound decisions? How can they decide where we should be going in 2023? They're alienated from God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Their hearts are blind. OK, the hearts are blind. How can you expect them to lead at all? So for the year 2023, one of the things that we may need to make sure is that our hearts are not blind. Okay, okay, that, that 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 we our understanding is not darkened, and to make sure, obviously, that you're not alienated from God, you can't expect to succeed in anything if you're separated and alienated from God. Okay, he goes on to say in verse number 19, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, underlying greediness. Is not greediness the word of the day, so to speak? This is what, what does the Bible say? The love of money, not the, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not that money is the root of evil, but the love of money. So if all that you're striving after is money, 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 and, 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 and it's greediness, all right. it says that It says that, that they have given themselves over. Be, be, being Being blind in their heart and being alienated from God OK, they, they, they're, they're beyond past. They're, they're beyond feelings. They're, be, they're, be, they're beyond understanding what is right. is right. They're, they're beyond understanding what are the just things to do for people. What are the right things to do for people? If you're in a leadership position, you need to be always considering what are the right things to do for the people that are under me that I'm responsible for. What is the right thing to do? And if you're blind, your heart is blind and you're alienated from God, then the things that you do to these people, to your people, are not going to be the best things for them. It's not going to be the right thing to do. And if you're not careful, then you wind up getting into lasciviousness or all other uh, uncleanness and greediness. And this is what we see happening around us today. Okay, It's because of the fact they're alienated from God and there's blindness in their hearts. Okay. But then he goes on to say in verse number 20, but you have not so learned from Christ, but you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. If you've heard him and been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. 2022, maybe that old man rose up in your life you want to put that old man away. Put him off, okay? so you know We, we talk about putting off the old man, it, it, it's like, like stepping out, out of an old suit, okay? It's like you're you stepping out of that old suit and, and, and you're throwing that old suit suit away because that old suit suit is corrupt, it's raggedy, it's raggedy and, and it's worn out, okay? The thing about it though, that old suit, when we take it off, it wants to climb back on again, okay? Okay, Imagine yourself taking a coat off, that's my old coat, and you go throw it in the corner, and then the next thing you know, that coat is reanimated there, and now it's trying to get back onto your back again. Okay, that's how that old nature can be. So you need to make sure in 2023, we don't take up that old nature again. Throw it away. That you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 2023, renewed in the spirit of your mind. Lord, renew my mind. Help me to think on things of you. When I have these lascivious thoughts or these deceitful thoughts or these these vainful thoughts, help me to renew my mind by pulling down those thoughts and and, and casting them at the foot of the cross. Destroy any thought that would try to exalt itself against your word. Okay, renew my mind so that I can see and think clearly and understand what you're saying to me, Lord. In this 20 year, 2023, Lord, I want to be like Jesus. Renew my mind. Verse 20 says, "For and that you put on the new man, you've taken off the old man, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Okay. This is my prayer for you in 2023, that you put on the new man. You put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away, this is what we need, 2023, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another, okay? 2022, you've been prone to lying, and you know when you've lied. We all know when we've lied, okay? That we put that away, we put away lying, and speak truth, for we are members one of another. 26, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Be angry, yes, be angry. You can be angry and sin not. Don't let that anger take you into sin, and don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. If you're angry with someone. Put it to make up. Put it to bed, so to speak, before you go to bed. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Okay, you may may have heard me tell tell the, uh, the the story, and I'll try and take give you the short version. But I was ministering to a, a group of people, and. Uh, uh, was an organization, and uh, uh, this one woman came up, and she kind of gave a testimony and whatnot, and she talked about how she and her husband had an argument, and uh, uh, he stormed out of the house. Okay, They had a really bad argument. He stormed out of the house, and I'm going to get cigarettes old newspaper, whatever it was, he stormed out of the house, and the hours went by, hours passed by, and she went on to bed. And then 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, she got a phone call. It was from the police. Her husband had been found. He had been mugged, robbed, and he was murdered, okay? Now, when she gave this testimony and she was talking about forgiveness and don't let the sun go down in the wrath, she was saying how oh, that had been some 20 years ago to that time, some 20 years ago. And she was still carrying the burden for not telling her husband, I love you and I'm sorry, before he left the house. She was still carrying the burden, okay? So she let the sun go down on her wrath, and she was still feeling so guilty about that. Of course, we prayed over and prayed for her and so forth and, 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 and led her to, to clearly understand where God is on the subject and so forth like that. You know, but I'm saying to you that there's reason that the scripture says that do not let the sun go down on your wrath. So if you're the kind of person now that you're very accustomed to having a blowout with your spouse, you, you know, a, a family member, someone at the, at the, at the job or whatever, like, don't let the sun go down while you're angry. Okay, Forgive that person. Let that person know that you're forgiven. Okay, that they're forgiven. Okay, and by you not forgiving them and letting that anger stay there, you're reaping coals, heaping coals on your own head, and you don't you don't want to go there. Okay, because that just all it does it it, it dirties your spirit, so to speak. Amen. Amen. So don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Okay, twenty seven says neither give place to the devil. Okay, twenty seven neither give place to the devil. So that means that where I'm going in twenty three, I don't want to open the door in any kind of way. I don't want to have any excuse for opening the door. All you got to do is open a crack that much. The devil puts his foot in and then he, he goes in the rest of the way and brings others, others with him. Amen. Make no place for the devil. Okay. 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needs. All right. Him that steal, steal no more. Let him let him work. Okay. We see so much today. People think that they're entitled to this, entitled to that. Get out and get a job. There's always some kind of a job that you can do. But work. Work. You don't eat you don't work, you don't eat. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let them still don't think that it's okay for me to just go and just take something because that person, that store, that government, that, that company, they have plenty. So therefore I'm not gonna work. I'm entitled to it because I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Get out and work. Let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needs. Okay, if you like to get out there and you work and get a, get a job, God will bless you, and then you'll be able to bless others. Okay, because this is what God wants us to do. He wants us to bless others. All right? They're talking about growing spiritually here, growing. Okay, now it's one thing. Yes, unemployed. Yes, I can understand unemployed. You, you got laid off, or COVID, or whatever, shut down your business, and and so on like that. Pray about it. Go to the Lord. He can rebuild you. He can rebuild your life. He can find a job for you. You know, and you're not going to find a job sitting on the park bench feeding pigeons, I always say. Don't say that you know. Don't go praying to the Lord. Yes, Lord, I need a job, and then go out there and spend the day frivolously, you know, like sitting on the bench feeding pigeons. You know, God can do anything that He wants to do. But nine out of ten, I doubt very much if He's going to bless you when you're when you're not even trying, not lifting a finger to 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 better your situation according to God within accord with godly guidance. Okay, let him steal no more, but let him work. Let him work. Verse 29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. There it is again, edifying, edifying. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of, the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Okay. 29 again, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Filthy words proceed from corruption in the speaker. OK, filthy words, filthy language proceed from the corruption that is in the spe- in the speaker. And they wind up corrupting the minds and manners of those who hear them. All right. So here's someone that that that, that every other word out of their mouth is a cuss, cuss word or, or they got a filthy joke to, to tell or, or something like that. You know, it, it, it's, it's proceeding out of their mouths because there's there, there's corruption in the spirit of that person. There's corruption in their heart, so to speak. OK, there's filthiness in their heart. Okay, if you're in the workplace and you've got someone at work that really loves telling dirty jokes or off-color jokes or having conversation that is really, really ungodly conversation, you know, just excuse yourself, you know. All right, I have something else to do. Excuse yourself. That's all. Okay? And certainly we don't need that language coming out of our mouths, okay? That indicates that there's corruption within the heart of the speaker and that co- those corrupt minds and manners uh, of those who hear them. OK, corrupts the mind. You, you, you don't want to be anyone that's corrupting someone else by your speech or by your habits or your behavior. All right. We don't want to be there. Christians should be aware of what comes out of their mouths. This is spiritual growth for 2023. Stop and think about it. OK, and I'm telling you to. Holy Spirit will certainly check you. Holy Spirit will check you. If you're about to say something and you know it's off color or you know it's something that is is not going to edify the person or those that are around you, Holy Spirit will check you. Just give in to it and don't say it. Okay? All right? Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption. You've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Once you gave yourself to Jesus Christ, asking to be your personal Lord and Savior, there's a seal placed on you, okay? And you're sealed. So so don't grieve him by doing things that God would not want you to do, by exhibiting behaviors that you would not want to be doing. God sees you. Everything that we see, think, and do, you know, God sees and God knows. So make sure we're not doing anything to grieve him, okay? And if you do slip into it, then speedily repent. Speedily repent. God says that he'll forgive if you repent. And repent means, again, turn the other way. Not just repent and keep walking in that same direction. Repent by 180 degrees, going another direction, never to go that way again. Amen. 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 Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you you, okay? Let me read the last one again for 2023. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you, okay? God forgave you, Jesus Christ, because of the work that he did, you were forgiven of your sins. So why should we be so unforgiving when it comes down to other people? It's not what Jesus would want us to do, not by a long shot, not by a long shot. Okay all right so we see here uh, that, 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 that uh, you know you should also realize that with spiritual growth that we should be aware that growth often comes through trials Just as physical strength is built through exertion and through straining against resistance, spiritual strength is developed in hard times of life okay The same way we get we get physical strength is that we we're lifting weights and the, the weights are heavy. After a while, it may be uncomfortable, painful even, to continue lifting those weights, but that's how you get that physical muscle, okay? You heard the expression, no pain, no gain. Okay, As they say, the book of James gives encouragement. The book of James says in James, um, James chapter one, verses two to four, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials in various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. OK, so we have these trials and tribulations that is building spiritual strength in us because of the fact that growth comes through trials. Scripture also teaches that we are not to grow weary in the process. Much spiritual development is the result of persistence. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good to Thessalonians three thirteen. OK, so be persistent. Don't be weary. When you're having a, a trial or a tribulation, it is God's. It is God's will that we grow to be more like Jesus. We also have the promise that the Lord himself will oversee our group growth and bring us to maturity. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians one, verse three. Amen. Amen. Is it, is it OK, so this is 2023. Think about spiritual growth. The Bible, Ephesians 4 here, gives us a a wealth of information on what's happening around us and what's going on and how we should should be able to ward off a a spiritual decay, which is the opposite of spiritual growth. Amen? You want to be more like Jesus, okay? We're we're, we're not perfect. God knows that, so therefore he's given us a wealth of information on how to get through day-to-day life. All right, But you have to have that desire within you that I want to grow spiritually. Amen. So let this be a year. Make this a a, a year of of, of a decision that I'm going to try my best to grow spiritually in the Lord and ask the Lord to help you. He'll be more than willing to help you. Okay. Praise the living God. I hope this message was a blessing. And now let us close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord God. We, we thank you for these wonderful words of wisdom, O oh Lord God, and, and, and words to guide us as we go into this new journey of 2023, O oh Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord God, that every single listener here, O oh Lord God, will we, we'll make an effort, O oh Lord God, to please you to seek your face, O oh Lord God, for whatever is going on in their lives, O oh Lord God. I pray that there will be a fire uh, alighted, oh, a fire will be sparked in the lives of every single listener that will w- w- make them want to, to reach out to you and to grow more, to get to know you, to, to want, to want the, the, the meaty things, the meaty things of your word, O oh Lord God. I pray they will move move from, from pablum and milk to the meatier spiritual things that you have to offer us, O oh Lord we just praise you, Lord God, and just magnify the most glorious name. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, I pray this message was a blessing to you. And if it was, consider passing it on, to, uh, The uh, how to reach us, the website address, and so on. We can be found at www.genesis1.sermon.net genesis1.sermon.net. And if you look in the top of the page, you'll see a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button, and you'll be notified when these messages are made available. We're also on YouTube, uh, Genesis One Christian Ministries. Uh, we still have our apps for Android and Apple devices. Uh, these Apple, these devices can be downloaded. i um, sorry, these apps can be Downloaded from their respective, um, uh, what do you call it, Google stores and Apple stores. And uh, they're all free of charge, okay, free of charge to be downloaded. All of these messages are free of charge to be downloaded. You can download these messages for, for viewing or listening to at a later date. Okay, the the audio only portion is free of charge, or you can just download the whole message, which of course has video. Okay, praise God. And I I just pray that this new year is really a blessing for you and that you can make a decision, you know, that you just want to, to continue to grow in the Lord and you want to attain as much spiritual maturity as you possibly can and continue growing until the Lord returns. Amen. Praise God. Go forth and be blessed and remember always that Jesus is Lord.